is for whatever reason, I think both sides come away with being unclear on what it is they just agreed to do and how are they going to have a plan or an opportunity to follow up on that. So this blueprint was put together um, so that we can work with our clients. And we go over this with them every year. We'll just start the year just talking about what is it you want to achieve? Do you have any idea what it's going to take to achieve that? Do we have some monies that we can um, determine that we're going to need if we're going to move along in that path? And it gives everybody a, a, a game plan or a place to really reflect back and say, okay, this is what we're trying to do. Now we can take that and go out in a team effort. So the marketing company working together with the pest control company to go try to achieve those goals. Welcome to Pest Posse TV, the ultimate hub for pest management professionals hungry for success. Brought to you by the Pest Posse, your trusted resource for pest control related training and information. The Pest Posse is here to arm you with the skills and knowledge needed to propel you toward unparalleled success in the pest control industry. Whether you're a seasoned pest management professional looking to sharpen your skills or just getting started in your pest control career, we've got you covered with riveting discussions, expert interviews, and insider insights that will not only educate but entertain. So get ready for a journey into the pest control industry like never before, right here on Pest Posse TV. All right. Pest Posse TV is live and in the house on this blustery California day. We appreciate everybody being here. Yeah, it's been kind of a kind of a blustery, kind of uh, crazy, crazy time here in California, but we're making things happen. So we appreciate everybody being here. I think we got kind of a phenomenal uh, live that we're going to have everybody here. We got a great guest on today. So we certainly do appreciate everybody being here. And if you want to let us know who you are and what company you work for. If you're uh, watching us on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook group, that's certainly great. So, um, yeah, we have a Facebook group uh, user here saying that they're in Florida, so they want the rain to stop. Yeah, well, we need the rain, but it's all good stuff. And, yeah, if you're on Facebook or LinkedIn Florida or any of those. As much as we do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, if you're on Facebook or LinkedIn or anything like that, you got to make sure that you uh, – you uh, accept that StreamYard chose your name because we don't know who you are. That's just part of uh, that's part of their security and the way they do things. So uh, we certainly do appreciate that. And you guys commenting, like I said, you can let us know who you are and what company you work for. We certainly appreciate that. So, um, so yeah. So I got to say that I'm super excited that we're continuing to be sponsored by Life Attack and Nisus, and I love our partnership with PMP Magazine. And exactly. I'm really grateful for all of that support. Yep. Um, they've all been, you know, really big supporters of us. And and uh, so make sure you reach out to those folks and let them know that you um, you appreciate the fact that they support us here at the Pest Posse. Helps us pay, you know, the internet, the phone. Exactly. Uh, and um, yeah. yeah, exactly. We certainly do appreciate that. And we got some great other partnerships we're working on to try to get there and yeah, and if you guys don't know, you can check out the uh, PMP magazine. We actually have the uh, the Pest Posse Roundup column that comes out uh, every single month. I am a contributing columnist for that, so you guys can check that out. We try to highlight one of the uh, the episodes that we did. So uh, go and check out PMP magazine for for that column there. I think that's pretty cool that we got that going on. Absolutely, so, and yeah. uh, if you guys aren't aware, 
Uh, Pest Posse TV has a lot, as you know, free content. However, there are options for paid memberships that yep. unleashes a host of features that will help you learn, grow, and succeed in this great pest control industry. The Grow membership provides access to our monthly live in-depth training sessions. We had that going on, what, last week, Foster? Yeah, we did. We did that. Uh, that was our first one there. Again, we had some technical issues, and I got to figure out why we're not able to get live on that platform there. For some reason, it's not working the way it's supposed to. Right. Yeah, that so was a great one that we have, had with that. So. Yep. You also get the uh, Pest Posse TV community that you can participate with. We have a good time with that. And um, that's a dedicated space uh, with your fellow pest management professionals that um, – you know, you can participate with. And um, this whole package for the year can be purchased for as low as $72.99. That includes yeah. the entire year. So really yeah. good content there to take advantage of. Yeah, and exactly. And if you really want to unleash really the the whole plethora of what's going on with uh, with PassPossyTV.com, uh, really, really, that's going to give you, you know, continuous training, new courses every single month. I guess, you know, the community, you're going to be able to get into that as well. You're going to get those live training sessions every single month, uh, discounts on CEU stuff. And that's really only $14.99 a month for that, uh, which is really nothing to really kind of just unleash the beast of what we say, Pest Bossy TV. There's just so many great things with that platform, just the way it's laid out and the way it looks and everything. It just makes it so easy for uh, for everyone to get on there and really, like we said, learn, grow, and succeed. That's what we're all about here um, with the Pest Bossy and just really trying to give you access to that training and that really that barrier to entry with the training just really have that just kind of a no-brainer and uh yeah so, uh, so we'll really make sure to get over there that. sign up today and um we're gonna bring casey lewis on from rhino digital media exactly. and we're gonna be talking about your marketing plan for this next year and how to make that happen in a really a, a simple way Oh yeah, no. Casey's got a uh, he's got a great uh, marketing uh, you know company there, and just been you've been having great success there with the uh, with the Pest Posse too with that. So that's been really great. And like I said, this this uh, this marketing blueprint that he has and the ways has this set up, it's really going to set you guys up for success here for 2024. So um, I think without any further ado, if you don't have anything, you want to just bring Casey on and get this party started. Oh, let's get this going. We got a okay. lot to cover. Let's do it. Okay, let's bring Casey on here. And Casey, hey, welcome. How are you doing today? Hey, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. How's everything going? Hope the rain's not getting you too bad out there. Yeah, no, it's fine. You know, That's we need it. It's just bad. the wind's crazy, but the you know, the wind it's all good was really crazy. That yeah, was yeah, it was. It was the rain as the wind. Um, yeah. So yeah. I haven't heard of anything. I mean, I'm not paying attention, but I haven't heard of anything real that's bad happen. They make it sound like California's falling into the ocean, but <laughs> that's how they sell things these days. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Factor, you so. get users, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. the funny thing is, is we all know it now, right? You hear people talking about that all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, you know, I was listening to something the other day and they're like, oh, yeah, they're talking like San Diego is you know, all flooding and, and all kinds of bad stuff. And she's like, I called my family and she was like, nah, there's nothing going on. I don't know how they can get away with that and still have a business, but whatever. <laughs> so, how's everything going in general, man? How are you guys doing? 
we're living the dream every day, Casey. You know how it is, making yeah. things happen here. You know, it's so far it's been a great year. Lots of traveling, the mm -hmm. beginning of the year, doing a lot of training and other things. But it's been it's been good. We're just we're just rolling right, right along, just uh, building this little engine that could. So it's kind of cool. That's right. So yeah, it's kind of kind of awesome. So, but yeah, you've. I mean, this this is pretty cool. I mean, when Cully told me about this, as far as getting you on here and talking about this uh, this blueprint for twenty twenty four. I mean, you you got a great spreadsheet that you developed over the years and everything and i think before we bring that on really you and Cully are really going to be the ones that are going to be putting that on and i'm going to be inputting in some numbers into that as far as we want to show anything with that but why you know how and and why did you develop this spreadsheet for uh for this marketing plan well i would i, I would say the primary reason is so that the two parties, in, in this case, our company and then a prospective new um, pest control owner company, that we can have a place that we can talk about what is it that we're trying to achieve. Uh, because so often in this, in, this, in, in this industry, this marketing industry working with pest control, the pest control companies, I don't want to say they get sold a lot of, of of, uh, of malarkey, but what I do want to say is, for whatever reason, I think both sides come away with being unclear on what it is they just agreed to do, and how are they going to have a plan or an opportunity to follow up on that. So this blueprint was put together um, so that we can work with our clients, and we go over this with them every year. We'll just start the year just talking about what is it you want to achieve, do you have any idea what it's going to take to achieve that? Do we have some monies that we can um, determine that we're going to need if we're going to move along in that path? And it gives everybody a, a, a game plan or a place to really reflect back and say, okay, this is what we're trying to do. Now we can take that and go out in a team effort. So the marketing company working together with the pest control company to go try to achieve those goals. And then it's a great measuring stick. You know, as you're going along, you know, are we getting there? Are we not? Are we ahead of schedule, behind schedule? Why? Where do we need to adjust? So that's really what it was put together for um, was so that we can be able to be, I guess, on the same page, if you want to say it that way, with our pest control owners. Yeah, and, and definitely it does that. I mean, as we go through this, I mean, I, again, I just think this is phenomenal the way you did this and set this up, and that's why I'm going to bring this in as I'm kind of moving stuff around here. So, Kelly, what did, what did you want to say as I bring up the spreadsheet here? No, I just think it was, yeah, it's really good at that. I mean, it helps, uh, it helps me as a professional understand a little bit more about where Casey's coming from exactly, right? And, yeah. and really what I should be focused on, focusing on in the sense of, working on my business rather than in my business exactly like well when I'm in my business i'm actually going out doing jobs killing bugs but working on my business it's all about planning you know tracking leads um paying attention to what my spending is um you know all those details yeah exactly and what i think happens is when you when you're working on anything, any endeavor, and your your goals or your destination or what you want to achieve isn't clear, it's vague, it's ambiguous, then 
your planning and your and the things that you're doing to get there are the same because yeah. you really you know you haven't really committed but one of the things i find honestly guys excuse me is you would be if you blow that up so that that upper left side shows up a little bit better it's a little bit small there but if you um yeah this this is about as big as i can bring it let's see if um i can that's fine that's let's fine see if we can let's see if we can bring it let's see if yeah because it's basically as a left side so let me see if i bring hold on a second just talk amongst yourself because what i'll do is i'll yeah and, and well, i'll talk while you're, you see if you can do that but right on the top there what you'll see is there's a goal and there's a target and it's actually uh it's set up in in dollars yeah that's great and this right here when we when i first will get together with a prospect or someone i'm going to work with and we're going to talk about this you would be surprised how hard it is sometimes for an owner or manager or director or whatever to just decide how much do you want to sell this year how much a million yeah. 10 million a hundred thousand what's what's real what do you want and it's almost like they sort of want to be able to be in that situation of well i don't know we'll see when we get there i'll let you know when we're done in december if i got what i like as opposed to committing to i want to do this and that's all that number is there. And what that number is, when you need to look at it, and this is important in understanding, that number represents pure new money. So this is above and beyond everything else you're doing. It's above and beyond any of the new recurring uh, revenue that you're going to regenerate that's going to renew with us. This is all new money. And then as you move down, the rest is relatively simple but there's a couple of things I really want you to see. So like the, the, uh, on there, the row 16, make it bigger so that we can read that and I'll show you something. But if you really look at this and you're like, okay, I want to do, uh, in this case, a half a million dollars worth of growth this coming year, I want to sell, a half a million dollars in whatever, whether it's recurring revenue, whether it's one shots, whether it's bed bug jobs, whether it's termite treatments, whatever it is, or a combination of all, that's what we want to sell. And in order to do that, I know that I've got to sell, in this case, about $42,000 every single month. And, it, you know, as we're sitting here talking, it's already February 5th. So if I haven't sold forty. 2000 by this time of in January, I'm already behind. But we also know, and we call it a camel hump, that in pest control, depending on where you are, you're going to have your peaks. So most of the time, it's going to be June, July, August, maybe even September that's the peak, and everything else spread out beside that. So, in other words, even though I've got 42,000 a month, I might do 85,000 in July. So you need to think through that. And then when we look at what our what our average customer value is, that's an annual value. And we're going to look at that and it's going to be different. But $500 is actually a pretty good value uh, on the average for pest control nationwide. Some yeah. if you're in LA or Houston, it might get up to $800, but that, that's going to be about it. 
And then that C number 12 there, see if you can drag that down a little bit. And we'll just, um, I'm talking about the uh, the row 12. Yeah. And it's. Um, as far as dragging it down, where do you want me yeah, to drag go it Way down? over on the left, way over on the left where the number 12 is. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you want me to do with it? <laughs> just, drag it just drag it down. Go, just drag it. Gotta, yeah. Yeah. Just drag it down. But you got to go way over where the 12 is. Yeah, the line between the 12 and the 13. Yeah, just. You no, know, you'll see it. It'll, you're, oh, almost you on the 11 to the 12. Okay, I, I, got, I know what you want. I know what you just guys keep talking anyway, about. Anyway, so the reason that we want to know <laughs> on that particular instance of how much is our average customer worth because then again, then we know how many do we need, right? Now, the mo one of the most important parts in this that I think, and we talked about this just briefly in the intro uh, before we came on live, Cully, is that, and I think the key to online marketing for pest control is this. So in this case, what this is saying is in order for us to get to that $42,000 mark at selling $500 customers, we need 83 of them. But what, if you go down a little bit, what you're gonna see there is, and this is the key to it, and why when you, if you listen to our podcast at all, or you listen to me in general, or even see our content, what you're gonna see is the significant impact that your conversion rate has on this. So let me just show you, for example, that 50% number is a good number that generally a pest control company needs to learn to get to. It, it generally is gonna, when we get, they're gonna be around 30. So let me just show you something here. Just change that 50 to 30. Sorry. It's, it's, I don't know why it wants to go 3,000. I'm got to put points. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. I got it. I got it because I don't know the values of this thing and I don't know why it would do that. So there you go. There you go. Yep. So now look what happens here to the number at the bottom, which is the number of leads that I need to get to my target revenue. And this is the key to all of it. And I actually do another webinar in which I talk about our accelerated growth plan. But change that 30 now to 60 and watch what happens here. Now look at that. Yeah. And look, look at the budget required. So what if you look at this page, this is what we're trying to show people that the essence of lead generation, lead flow and conversion is to making money to attaining your goal. And it all has to work together because if you even just change that average cost per lead, for example, to $65, what you'll see there again as we move down towards trying to determine what is the budget that we need what are we going to need to do to get there what you'll see there is 
instantly the amount of money I need goes down significantly. So when we're working with a customer, when we're trying to talk through this, and they are trying to say to us, well, gee, we don't have enough money. I don't know how much money I need. What am I trying to? And we're trying to get that sort of chiseled down into a plan. This is where we start right here, which is to say, okay, how much money do you really want to go generate, Mr. Pest Control Owner? And then how much money are you making on an average per uh, sale? And then we get into, okay, let's talk about now when calls come in, if 10 calls come in this week, how many are we going to convert into a viable new us control customer for our business? And be real about that. When you do that, this is what you're looking at. And they need to understand that. And they need to be able to uh, monetize that. Because again, once again, what I'll tell um, our prospects, even our own clients, is don't go get involved in this yet if you're not willing to spend the money or don't have the resources to do it to get started because then you'll get halfway through it, run out of money, be frustrated and think nothing works. But I know, Cully, you had a couple questions about leads. Is that right? Well, I just wanted to clarify because, you know, you talk a lot on your podcast about um, 50 to 60 percent is the average and that a lot of guys you hear will be telling you well i closed 90 percent and you're like or 100 percent you're like yeah i doubt that's the case yeah. well i'll tell you i i realized talking to you because i had the same mindset um and i'm like okay i'm hearing casey i believe casey i've heard enough that i know casey knows what he's talking about so what in my thinking is off track and I realized it's the leads from that come in that are outside my area, right? That's a lead, right? Yeah. But I don't count it because I'm like, well, I can't service it. So that's not really even a lead, but yet it is a lead. Or, um, or if somebody calls me, I get a lot of calls for termite. We don't have termite anywhere on my website, right? I mean, we don't have it in my marketing. We don't do blogs on it. It's just not there, but yet that's a lead. Yep. And so- those are things you're still you're still paying to generate those calls so they're costing you something so that's why that's important to count no it, it, it absolutely this cost per lead factoring you know and so like we were talking about um you've maybe you've got to fine tune the website or fine tune your messaging to eliminate those. I don't think there's necessarily like, I don't get gobs of those calls. I probably get four or five a month. Um, but of course I'm still pretty small. So, um, but that was kind of the thing I thought would help for people to understand. Okay. I still am supposed to count these, even though normally I would think I don't even count it. Cause it's not something I can service. Well, and I think what you're finding is very, very common and it's very, very damaging. And that is, it's almost a pride thing with some, or if it's a, you know, even in, in a bigger organization, like I had 4,000 salespeople, we graded, promoted, and fired people over their ability to convert leads. And so there was a, a vested interest to make sure that I was making it look like I was converting as many leads as I could. 
And the best way to do that is to reduce the number of leads that you actually have down to only the ones that buy something. (laughs) No, I mean, and if we all did that right, we'd all be converting 100% of our leads. Mm -hmm. We would really only be talking to 8% of all the leads. So the fact of the matter is we have to overcome lead generation. And what I mean by that is we have to figure out how can we get truly to 40, 50, 60% conversions when we're looking at everything we're getting, all the junk, the solicitors, bad calls, wrong calls, out of area calls, everything. That's the reality. That's that's part of it. It's like pay-per-click, right? You can't control who clicks. You know, everybody's sure there's a, you know, there's a ghost or a phantom out there clicking on my ads all day long. <laughs> and I'm paying for all these clicks. But at the end of the day, you're paying for those clicks. And we still have to, at some point in time, figure out how many of those that actually clicked it that we paid for it converted into a sale. So my point is this, count everything. Be true to yourself, really count everything, because it is what's most important to you as an owner is determining we're only converting 20%. And that's a problem. We need to get up to 50%. However, of that 80%, we're not converting. Really, 40 or 50% of that is junk and impossible to convert. Okay, let's discount that. But that other little sliver in there, maybe we could convert it. Maybe if we followed up quicker. Maybe if we sent a text message instead of an email. Whatever those reasons are, that's what you're concentrating on. We always are going to have that junk that we just toss. But I also promise you, if you pay close attention to all of your leads and inquiries, there's going to be a piece of that, a sliver of that, that you can do a better job on. And if that's where you focus, you'll earn more money. You'll drive your cost per lead down. Because let me tell you what the danger zone is. And I talked about this in my last podcast. I did just kind of a quickie uh, introducing our accelerated growth plan. But the danger to most small business owners, regardless pest control or whatever, is what we're talking about here. I'm not converting enough leads. I'm not selling enough revenue from what I have coming in today. So I know what I'll do. I'll go throw a bunch more money generating a bunch more leads that I already don't convert very well on. What have we done? What have we accomplished? If you look at that chart, if you take your lead number there from 60 down to 12, just for fun. Oh, you want that to 12%? Okay. Make that 12. And let me just show you to illustrate what I'm talking about here is watch what happens to the budget at the bottom. Yeah, that becomes kind of astronomical, doesn't it? Well, but let me tell you, this is where that battle comes in. And this is to Cully's point, what we're trying to teach our owners. This is the key. Because if all you're doing is chasing leads all the time, all you're doing is driving your cost per lead up, your sales acquisition costs up, your ROI is going down, and now you're pissed at everybody. You hate the marketing company, you hate the sales reps, you hate everybody, but you're not really zeroing in on uh, maximizing those conversions. Anyway, I, I went a little further with this, but I really wanted this to resonate that what this sheet is for is to relate to you specifically. If I have a goal of X, and I want to sell that much and I break it down into increments, in this case, months, mm-hmm. 
how much do I need to sell to attain that monthly? Then the next step in that is if I need to convert leads to sell that, how many leads do I have to get? And then how can I improve all that? Because when we can keep all of this dialed in, now we've got something going on. Now we have lead flow and maximizing conversions working together. Yep. I'll, I'll say this before we go to the next page. You have to put the mechanisms in place to manage and measure this. You can't do this at a gut level. I promise you, if you do, you'll be wrong. And then what happens is now you're, you're really frustrated because you kind of feel like you're getting lots of leads and calls. You're not sure why you're not closing them. And then we get into that discussion around the culture you have and whether or not you're truly requiring people to do the things they need to do to sell the sell the service. Yeah. But if you look at the next tab, what you do is it just assume, assuming that well, let's let's do this because it carries for change the conversion rate to forty percent. Uh, right there, sixteen. Oh, the, yeah, sorry, I know we were talking. That's about all right. That. Okay, and then let's change go up to the rate. top and. What do you think? So is half a million too much for the average guy, Coley? Is that about right? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, by himself, maybe a little high, but okay. not necessarily. If you look at the next tab, then what you'll see is these numbers then kind of carry forward. And now what we're really getting into here is looking at what, you know, these numbers here are pretty clear, but the green area is what we would want to be able to do working with a client is really go find out. And this is mostly paid stuff. There is some referral, repeat, but this is just trying to get you in your mind to understand you can have multiple sources of leads and they can be, some could be paid, some can be organic, some can be natural, old fashioned word of mouth. And what we really want to look at is what does that look like in terms of cost to me? And then what is my blended average? And as I move down a little bit, what we'll see is then what is my average new customer worth? And in that's in column A. Um, and then the reason that's so important is if you're doing a pretty good job as a pest control owner and operator, and you know your average customer's worth, we have 550 here, then the average lifetime value of that customer is typically about three years or 36 months, or in this case, that means now we're looking at $1,650. And then you, what you can do is you can take that money, that 1650 say, multiplied by the number of new customers we sold this year, and then you can take 80% of that. So let's just say we only renew 80% through attrition, through death, through whatever reasons, 80% of that comes forward, 20% we lose. So now in year two, we have to cover that 20%, but then we're gonna put that that we recover and sell on top of the initial 80%. We refer to that uh, as our uh, pest control success pyramid. So when you're looking at numbers, once again, now we're trying to we're trying to control that cost per lead, and we're looking at the cost here and pay per click. What's the average cost? Google local service ads. What are those in your area? Repeat and referral stuff. Are we doing door hangers, or do we have any kind of campaigns to generate repeat and referrals? Our brand. Are we 
do we have a brand awareness campaign that's going out, say, for example, on social media, maybe on Nextdoor, on other things? And when we add all this up together, we get a blended average. And really what's not in there, this is more of a paid blended average when you look at it, is just what, what are we spending on our organic efforts, even though organic has tended to be viewed as free. Organic, really, there's a cost associated with that, your time and labor, your marketing company, whatever is happening, if you're doing some video production, if you're doing blogging content, all of these things add up into um, whatever your organic mix is going to be as well. But once again, what we're trying to do here is get our head wrapped around that ideal situation. Everything in pest control marketing revolves around your cost per lead, your lead conversion rate, which equals your sales acquisition cost, which divided by your overall spend tells you what your ROI is. And that's yep. simple math. You can't get away from it. And you need that to be numbers that you feel good about. If you don't, you need to fire everybody and start over. <laughs> no, I mean, at some yeah, point, totally. sooner yeah. or later, you're getting your ass kicked enough. You got to change the players on the field and, and see if somebody else can get it done. And then well, you, that, that's what I was going to say. I mean, when you're, you know, when you're talking about, you know, converting these leads and everything, yeah, you, yeah, all the numbers and everything are great and everything Casey, and that's, that's good. But you know, putting all this down to paper, I mean, that's all good, but then you really got to go to that next step is like, why are you not converting it? Like you said, maybe you got to change the players on the field. And that's something you guys got to keep in mind as well, too. When you're making well, this, or maybe you need more training. Well, that too, that's what I was going to say. If this blueprint's not working and you're not converting things, you need to be looking at that. Is that changing the players? Is that getting more training? Is that doing something different to convert these? So, yes, you've got this blueprint and everything, but it, it doesn't stop there. I think that's what the point I'm trying to make. It doesn't yeah. stop there. It, no, it, it only stops when you can see – well, it really even doesn't stop because you really should be doing the continuous training with your techs. But if they're not converting these leads, then, yeah, you, like you said, Casey, you need to look inward. Even if you're giving them a lot of training and it's still not working, you're still not converting stuff, this blueprint's not going to do you any good. So you're probably going to have to look inward on that and figure out what you need to do well, to, change to make your let company me, Let me expand on that because that's a very, very important point you guys are – you're exact. All this at this point, all we're doing is illumination. Mm. We're just, we're looking. And I'm going to tell you without any question, without any hesitation, I just went through this last week with a couple of our companies, especially the 30, 40 year old family, third generation company, and so forth. When you look at this and you realize, damn, we're only, we're only converting 20%. And then we're recording the calls and you listen to it and you can clearly see why we're only converting 20% or something is we're terrible on the phone and we're not following yep. up. We're not doing anything. Exactly. Let me, I will say to you that, you know, I have a lot of owners, once they become aware of that, they decide not to do anything. Hmm. They're afraid that old Betty up on the front desk that's been there 20, she'll quit. Yeah. Our techs, they just won't do it. Yeah. So part of the issue becomes then, and this is what a lot of this is for, is if you find that, we convert it 20%. That's, that's just what we do. 
we're not going to do any better than that. I am not going to fire everybody. I'm not going to hire new people. I don't know how to train. I don't want to do all this. Then you have to work within the construct of what you have, which means you're going to have a higher cost per lead. You're going to have a higher sales acquisition. You're going to have a smaller return. But I think part of all of that and the importance of it is knowing and understanding that. Um, and it's okay. And it's certainly from a selfish point of view, the marketing team wants to be able to have you know that as well, because you can only do so much marketing and drive so many leads if we never convert them. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Yep. And so, so that's important. But um, yeah, it's a it's a good point you bring up. And it's something we talk about in our business over here. We call it the danger zone. We have to be very careful when we're working in this area with our clients because we can be the group that everybody dreads when we call because it's like, oh, God, these guys are going to call again. They're going to want to know about our sales conversions. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to be those guys. We What we want to do is bring this to your attention. If you roll through and you look at that next uh, budget allocation, this is where the real fun comes in. So if you hone in way up there on the top up there, the next step in this is now we're going to look at, and let's just pretend that number there, that $1 million, it combines and includes the $200,000 we want to go get this year, and it's going to have $800,000 worth of renewed monies in there. So it's sort of a fictitious total. And what I mean by that, it's, it's what's real plus what we project we may or may not get there. But to get there, we need this money um, that we can spend, that we can allocate. So think of it this way. I'm now your marketing manager. I work in your company and I'm coming to you and I'm saying, okay, what's my budget? How much, what do I get to spend? What can I, if I'm going to go do some Google ads and I'm going to do some door hangers, I'm going to do some direct mail and I want to do some social media. I want to do some stuff. How much money do I get? And what you're seeing here is this is showing you and that second box there where it says marketing budget, mm -hmm. it is it is saying what, and if you look at it, 8% is kind of a small budget, 9 to 20 is a recommended area. And then if you go 5%, that's really conservative. And the irony here is that generally the smaller the company you are, the more um, um, monies or percentage you want to allocate because you need it more and you have a smaller working capital so you need a higher percentage to get enough money to do it and a lot of times i don't know if that makes sense to people that hey if i have five million i only need eight percent because i'm going to have this big chunk of money to use if i have five hundred thousand, i might need 20 percent because i need a reasonable amount of cash that i can go out and do some things with and anyway, so if you look at this, if we use sort of a marginal budget of 8% and we have a, a sales volume or basically we have uh, revenues of a million dollars, that's going to give me a total marketing budget of $80,000, which is going to be just give or take $6,700 a month. The next step in this is if I, and I'm going to look at just for the most part digital, and you can make this and work this out so it includes anything you want. But right now we're looking at how much would we allocate to online, offline, and then repeat business. So we're going to allocate some monies 
have some campaigns and some projects going in and around those. And you can change those numbers. So right there we have 80, 15, and 5. You could make that 75, 10, and uh, 5, or what is that, 75, 85, and 15. So you can move those numbers around, guys, so that you can say, well, you know what, I'm going to give 90% to online. I really don't want to do anything else. I want it all online. That's where everything is. And I'm going to do zero to repeat. I'm new. I don't have any repeat. I don't need to do anything there. And you can play with these numbers. And then if you kind of scroll down, what you'll see it does for you once again is it's going to allocate those numbers straight across the board. So three buckets, online, offline, repeat. Based on the numbers that I had up on the top, it's going to take and scatter that money all around. But if you see sort of the yellow months there, and those can be different in your market. Again, we call this the camel hump. Maybe what you want is in May, June, and July in there, you want to spend 50% of the whole budget in that period. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. You with me? Yeah. Yeah. So what we can do is we can we can allocate it in such a way. Now I'm the marketing manager, you the owner. You're telling me, look, I'll give you sixty-four thousand this year. You do go do whatever you want with it. I could go spend the whole sixty-four thousand in August if I wanted to. <coughs> so when you're looking at this, <clears throat> excuse me, you need to look at it as a roadmap and giving you some guidelines, some restrictions, a total budget. But you've got this money. You've got all this money that you can go spend and you can go use and you can measure and see, is it achieving what I want? Does that make sense to you? Oh, yeah. No, it totally does. And so if you go back to the top where the question becomes with the owner is this always. Are you going to give me the 80,000 or are you going to give me 6000 and as soon as I spend that, are you going to panic because it didn't generate what you thought because it was only February, and now you're going to start pulling back. Now we're going to restrict the budget, and now when we get into the months we really need it, you've lost all your, um, you know, all your um, enthusiasm to get into this. And that's momentum. Well, and that's why I think sometimes you got to look at this. Like if you go – and you change that million to 500,000 or you change it to different numbers and you look at it, then you'll see that that number can change to something that you're going to find that's more workable and manageable. And where most, I think, pest control companies, when they get to this point, look at, many of them, and again, this is after talking to literally hundreds of them, they don't think like this. They haven't really sat down and said, okay, let me look at my my books. Let me really look at it all year. Let me, they're really kind of going month to month. And what I'm saying mm -hmm. in doing this is that thinking when you're doing online and digital marketing over the course of a year with a goal in mind, you may have to change that thinking a little bit. Okay. Because you may have to sit there and say, you know what? I need to do this if I'm going to get to where I want to be by the end of the year. And let me let me throw this little turd into the punch bowl. All of this for pest control is compounded with a very significant issue. And that significant issue is we're looking at $500 annual revenue 
for a pest control company, but the reality is they might not collect that for three or four quarters. Mm -hmm. And so as all this expense and all this monies and all this cool stuff is going on, they're still collecting the money. And so they have to then look again at at what point do I get to where I'm finally achieving more money on a regular monthly or quarterly basis than I have going out. And that takes some time and it takes an investment and it takes patience and it takes sticking to it. And that's what this is all about is sitting down and making your mind up. Are you really willing to do this for a whole year and stick with it and see it come out at the back end? The worst thing that happens is you don't really think it through like this. You kind of sort of, you know, you want to grow. That's about all you know. And you know that at the end of the year, if we made more money than we started with, then I'm happy. That kind of thinking is going to really be a struggle for you year in and year out. You're going to be two step forward, one step back, two step forward, one step back. And what we're trying to do is help you here get to a point to where you uh, you set some goals, you set some plans, you set a budget, you go get it done. If you do that, you'll be very pleased with the results but you have to look at it in advance and have the wherewithal to stick with your plan and see it through to the whole fruition, start to finish. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's a really good point, Casey, not to just stop you right kind of a mid stride and midpoint, but that, but that is a really good point. I think that is what a lot of business owners struggles with. It's like, they, they don't think of this. They don't think of the long term. They think, okay, well, I'm going to hire a marketing agency. We're going to do this and slam, bam, thank you, ma'am. All of a sudden I'm going to start making money and, Oh, two months, I can, three months, I can just, you know, I can lay off on it. Well, no, things take time. It takes time to develop, especially in your area. The marketing takes time to churn, to really start seeing results in Google, to get noticed in Google, to get up where you need to be. So, yeah, really good point that all of you business owners need to think about here is to really step back. You need to commit to this thing for at least 12 months, for at least for a year and see what it does. Because, you know, it takes money to make money. And this is really what the bottom line is with this thing is, and you need to make that commitment with it. And if you're not willing to make that commitment, then maybe it's time to sell the company or do something else because you're really not going to grow if you're not going to put money into it. And a good example of that, I've actually got a company that we consult with here a lot here in the Bay Area. Um, They're up in a certain part of the Bay Area and they pretty much have that area on lock. And this gentleman's never done really any advertising over the past 10 years. It's just been really on referrals. But I finally convinced them to kind of build another area because he's looking at a five-year exit plan and he's finally going to end up contacting you folks here there at Rhino to do this and for the first time for marketing. And I'm already setting his mind up for this, that look, you're going to have to spend this money to make it and it is going to work, especially if you use Rhino, to build this area, but you're going to need to do it for a year and see what happens with it because it's going to take you some money to do it. And trying to get his mindset on that, it's a little bit hard. And that's, again, getting back to and repeating this thing ad nauseum you business owners have got to you've got to change your mindset that's the mind that's the yeah. well, it's kind of like buying a house right you're gonna flip a house what do you got to do you buy the house yep. you fix it up right so there's the money you're investing in your marketing plan yep and then you get your return exactly right and your well, return is a lot better than what you put in and here's here's a piece that i don't want you to miss and again i use I can't have one of these discussions without throwing some football out there, but <laughs> even, the most, even the most well-laid plans 
are subject to be wrong and flawed. And it's what you do with that that makes the difference. So, again, like a football player, you can create the greatest game plan. The 49ers may come up with the greatest game plan there is against the Chiefs. So once they hit that field, if it's not working, they better have a second plan in place or they're going to get their ass kicked. And so what a lot of what this is about is to open your eyes to say, wow, whatever it is we're doing isn't working. The way we're answering the phones and following up isn't working. This is not working. That I spent too much on that and not enough on this. So part of this is to train people that old adage that you can't manage what you don't measure. Exactly. And, yep. and, and people are going through and they're trying to manage things and they're getting mad at people and they're doing this and they're doing that, but they really don't have any idea what the hell the problem is. Yep. So part of all of this is once you get all this down, if you now stick with it and watch it and manage it, now you'll start to see, oh, okay, wow, my lead cost over here is triple what it is over here. Maybe I ought to just forget about this. I'll go double down on this where I'm making a good return. So that is also part of it and part of the thinking. And it really is where we try in the marketplace to be different and you know, be able to coach, counsel, and work with our clients as opposed to just take their check and send them a, a happy um, you know, spreadsheet at the end of the month says, oh, yeah. look, you did great. It's really to try to say more so determine what are we really not doing well, what's not going wrong, and let's go, let's go up our game. And yeah. because the only difference, generally speaking, between most of our mid-sized, smaller-sized pest control companies and Terminex and Orkin and whatnot in their marketplaces the number of the number of customers they have. The services they're providing, the chemicals they're using, the techs they're training, it's all the same. It's yep. just a numbers game, and that's what we're trying to teach. It's all about the math. It always has been. When I managed and oversaw with AT&T this entire unit of all these people, and then we would get into contract negotiations over their collective bargaining agreement, which included everything, their pay, their, their their medical benefits, all that. It was always all about the math. Yep. You know, how does the math, does it work out? Does it pan out? Anyways. Yeah, yeah exactly. So now kind of, as kind we, of in, go ahead, Cully. Well, I just figured we're about to bring it to a close. Well, that's why, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And it's um, just, you know, real quick, I guess we, we kind of want to review kind of, I guess, you know, Casey, we could look at these other three tabs real quick and just kind of explain what these are real quick, because I think these are also key to it as well. So if we could just spend a couple of minutes on on each one so we can close this thing out here because we're getting really Most, close to the hour. So, um, yeah, I know. And I, I so all this is if you click on each three of these and we mm -hmm. any of our clients can custom create these for themselves. This is what we use as a calendar where we work with our team and our clients. But it's to say, okay, now as I'm going through the year here, January through December, or the four seasons or four quarters of the year, what are the things that I want to focus on from a content standpoint, from a promotional standpoint, from coupons, if I'm going to be doing videos, if I'm going to be doing anything. This is to coordinate and organize those efforts into what is really happening in and uh, around those seasons of the year. Yeah. And if you go through each one of them, one's just showing kind of the marketing calendar. That's going to what we're going to use for content, for social media posting, blog, 
then special offers is just, okay, what are we going to offer? And this is something we need to really work with, with the client, because it's, I mean, I see it all the time where people are making offers, doing things, then the people answering the phones don't know what's actually going on on the internet and they're not following up. So we want this to coordinate with your team, your company. And then the last one, uh, same basic thing, same principle. What are those coupons going to look like? Do we need to disclaim them if we do? Why, what, how? And this is really meant when we share this document with a client, we ask them to go fill this out. And all we have done here is throw in some ideas, some thoughts, some examples. But that is also very uh, important that as you're going through the year, you have things pre-thought out, they're pre-prepared, they're scheduled, they're going out. You have the techs, the admin, admin people, whoever's associated with your business, they all know what are we promoting in January versus March. Uh, and, and so commonly referred to as a content calendar, we try to break it down even a little bit more deal to detail to that than that because this is going to our team that's managing each of those groups, whether it's social media posts, Google My Business posts, whether it's blog articles, whether it's video articles, whatever it is, we want all this stuff to work together and uh, make sense to the brand in the market. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that makes sense as far as having that plan. Because this is all a plan. This is what we're talking about. This is all a blueprint to success for your marketing for the year. And this is all this is all part of this. Now, as far as this spreadsheet and everything, you know, how can folks get a hold of this? Do they basically contact you to set up a consulting or what, they can just what, send what me an email? Doing? They can okay. just send me an email and I'll be happy if they want to sit down and just play with this. I'll, I'll give them uh, just some ways, show them how to change numbers and, and okay. play with this to their heart's content. And I, w- I would be happy to send it to them uh, as a Google sheet, which okay. They can edit on their own as, a, as an Excel spreadsheet. I'd have them both available. So anytime, just send me an email. You, uh, I'll be happy to send this over to you, share it with you. And then if you want to talk about it later, I'm available. Or certainly one of my team members is available for that as well. Okay. And we'll, we'll put Casey's email there in the description of the video once we're done here. So that way everybody can contact him. But in the meantime... You know, you guys can just go into Rhino Digital uh, Marketing, Google search that if you want to get a hold of them right away. But here in a few minutes, I'll put it in the description once we're done with this and make sure that everybody can uh, can get a hold of Casey to take a look at the spreadsheet. Because it is it is a great marketing blueprint for you for 2024. And yeah, January is already done. We're kind of already into February, but it's really not never too late to start this. I think that's the main thing. It's never too late to start this um, and to have this game plan going forward for the rest of the year. I, I think it's just... Uh, phenomenal what you've come up with that and and the proof's really in the pudding as far as what your team does because as we've said before you know the past posse too we're using using that and and cully's just having great growth with that and just great good quality leads with everything so it's you know a testimonial i mean rhino's working so you guys you. Need to get a hold of get, get a hold of rhino and get a hold of the team there because they're gonna they're gonna make you successful and we wouldn't be having Casey on if he wasn't successful because we know there are a lot of marketing companies him. out there and everything. And we, we only promote what we know works and what's successful. And that's yeah. proofs in the pudding with you, uh, Casey. Well, I appreciate you guys as always. And uh, anything I can do as, as we go forward, let me know. Mm-hmm. And I know a couple of our clients are using your training as well. So sort of a quid, quid pro quo, uh, if you, if, for those of you out there that haven't experienced the Pest Posse's new television experience with their training, it does work as well. So 
Anyway, thank you guys, and I will talk to you again right. next time. Wait, hold it. Stop everything. You two <laughs> keep talking over me. I have a great suggestion, and you're going to shut up and listen now. No, we're not, because I'm ending the live stream. No, go right ahead, Cully, because I've been dominating this one, and so is Casey. So, Cully, you've got one minute. So, What's on your mind? Again, this is all fantastic content, but if I might make a great – what I feel is a great suggestion – Add a add a tab to your spreadsheet for tracking, right? So what you need to know is in the beginning of the year, you need to look through your software. You need to see your projections for your regular business, right? You need to put those in for each month of the year. Then you need to put in each month when you close for the month what you actually sold so you can then see the difference, right? So you yeah. know what your growth was. Okay. Absolutely. And, and then as you work your way through the year, you really know if Casey's plan worked at the exactly. bottom line. Exactly. You're so so I will, that. What we'll do, guys, just for fun, put this in your hip pocket. So Google has a product called Google Looker Studio. It used to call it Google Data Studio. What you're saying, Coley, I agree with 100%. And here's what I'm going to say to you. When you get into June, July, and August, you want to have time to do it. So here's what we do with our clients with Google Looker, uh, Google Looker Studio. We can connect all of your lead sources, accumulate those, total those, and then we can just use some simple math that favors you. So say you only do 30% conversion. We can use 30% conversion. Then we can multiply that by your average sale. Let's just, we'll say it's $400 to be fair. And then that will give us our projected return. And then you can just simply look at that projected return and you can um, then look at your monthly sales values and it will tell you at a glance kind of where you're at as well. And I'll show you one of those later if you ever want to see it. Uh, it's yeah. a remarkable tool. It's something we're doing. We're actually having to do it as an add-on with some of our clients because it's so laborious to put together and manage, but it's a great, great tool to do exactly what you're saying, which is at the end of the day, how much did I sell versus how much should I have sold and why not? And let's get on it and just stay on top of that every month, every month. Why didn't I sell more? And again, change the culture. Exactly. hundred percent. All right, man. So cool. All well, right. Cully, you got anything else that you want to get on your soapbox with? Are you all good? Or we should we just close this no, thing I out? Are we all good? This is all really good. I'll just say that it is a challenge uh, to sit down and make yourself do this stuff. But I really believe that if you do, you're going to find the benefits in the future. And then like Casey's saying, if you don't track it, you really, I mean, you have no idea where you're at. Okay. I mean, the, one of the benefits of the pest control company is that uh, doing pest control is that you could be successful, unfortunately, even without this. But you can be more successful and more profit profitable if you do stuff like this. Yep. Um, you can really know what's going on. And the other thing is, is this kind of stuff, when you track it and you plan it, it gives you peace of mind. Chaos affects your whole life. Oh, um, yeah. 
And I speak from experience because I am a disaster half the time. (laughs) No, you're uh, not. Come on. When I get things organized, I foster come in and organize stuff for me. I have a lot more peace in my life. And so that's, that's partly what this will accomplish for you. You'll end up, even though it seems stressful and it's like, really, you're like, I don't even know what to say to this. Just get stuff down and you're, you're going to experience, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And then, it can adjust next year. You don't have exactly. to do the same every year. If something didn't work, fine. But you won't know it didn't work if you didn't track it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So good closing thoughts. All right. Excellent. Well, again, Casey, thank, thank you so you much for your time right. today. You. We certainly do appreciate it and appreciate all your your insights and wisdoms and everything. And Cully, what do you like telling everybody at the end of all this goodness that we do here? Well, before I do that, I just want to remind everybody that when you go to our community, you go to Pest Posse TV, if you go to podcasts, you can connect to Casey's podcast right there in our podcast section. He's one of our featured podcasts. So make sure to take a look at that if you haven't yet. Casey is the only marketing podcast I've heard where he really knows what he's talking about. And as always, pest control is an adventure. So get out there and enjoy the adventure with the Pest Posse. Pest Posse TV, the ultimate hub for pest management professionals hungry for success. Brought to you by the Pest Posse, your trusted resource for pest control-related training and information. Want to sharpen your pest control skills and knowledge? Then you don't want to miss out on PestPosseTV.com. Head over there for a treasure drove of video-based continuous training, weekly episodes, and so much more that will help you learn grow and succeed in this great pest control industry whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started pest posse tv is your go-to resource for pest control related training and information it's like having a mentor and trainer right at your fingertips 24 7 be sure to follow the pest posse on social media to catch the latest updates and exclusive sneak peeks into what's coming up next be sure to tell your friends colleagues your neighbor heck Tell everyone you meet about the Pest Posse and the awesome content we provide. Until next time, remember, pest control is an adventure. So go out there and enjoy the adventure with Pest Posse TV.